Blog Talk wow. Radio. Welcome to tonight's edition of Students for a Better Future Radio. I'm your host, Doreen Fenko, with Ruben Torres, and Luther Mays will be joining us a little bit later. Um, the show, uh, actually, it's the second show after the uh, uh, election, uh, and we are about four weeks out, President Trump-elect. And before we get into tonight's topic, I want to mention that this show is sponsored by the 501c3 nonprofit, studentsforabetterfuture.com. Please go onto the website and check out the events that are coming up and also the internships that we have available for students. And by the way, January is Human Trafficking Month. Um, So I want to mention to you that um, we have great guests coming on the radio for that. so, and we also have a couple of fundraisers going on as well. So remember January, Human Trafficking Month, and check for the events on our website. And um, so we now are post-election. We have pre-Donald uh, Trump. And now we have a uh, a recount going on. And if okay. I recall, during the debate, um, the question was asked of Donald Trump, would you concede the election to Hillary Clinton? And But however, that same question was not posed towards Hillary Clinton. The media gave her a pass on that. And a month out of the election, now we have some recounts going on. Uh, so, Ruben, what say you on I, this one? Yeah. I, that the uh, this whole recount is just a strategy by the Clintons and 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 George Soros using uh, Jill Stein from the Green Party as a tool, but it's not going to go anywhere because it does, it, it, the, the, the recount is just a strategy for them to to collect collect money from yeah. very naive and gullible uh, Democrat voter, uh, voters. And that's that's the whole strategy to raise funds. It's not going anywhere. Absolutely. And so I totally agree. And so yeah, and I, I do want to introduce Barbara. Barbara is with us tonight. Barbara from Harlem. Um, she has also worked on on the Trump campaign, and um, she that Barbara, you have some stories to tell us, right? Weren't you down there, and um, uh, and supporting Trump and people came over and called you a racist on the line when, when you were out there? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They were very insulting. We even had some members from Black Lives Matter, which they didn't even make any sense, and they were very vile and profane people because they would come over to the area where we were at. We didn't go over to them, and many times the police had to tell them to go back across, you know, or get out, you know, get out of our space. But they were calling, I'm black, and and even and my daughter's black, 
and saying that we were racist and Donald Trump <laughs> was racist and oh, I mean, they were just insane, insane. That's all I can say. But it was very uh, so, um, wonderful working down there, though. Yes. Uh, Luther, are you on? Can you hear us? Yeah, I was just saying to Barbara, you're a, re- you're a realist, not a racist. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yes. Yes. Um, so anyhow, uh, so Ruben, now let's go back to you. Um, you just think this is like a, a publicity stunt to um, discredit Donald Trump's uh, presidency, correct? Well, besides, um, um, I, I think besides, the, the, the bottom line is that they want to raise funds. I think right now the Democratic Party at this moment is in a shamble. Uh, there's no true – there's not a path for the Democratic Party to take. There's no leader. You know, uh, Obama's legacy is basically down the toilet. I mean, uh, the Clintons are totally, you know, they're irrelevant. So there's not really someone really to define what the Democratic Party is right now. And it's incredible that – Besides Donald Trump winning the presidency, uh, we have the governorships. We have uh, mayors. The ma- uh, large majority of mayors are, are Republicans now, and, and governors and legislators. So it was a total wipe. They wiped out and defeated the Democrats. Not just at, not, not just at the top level, but also at the state level and at the local level. So right now to basically bring some credibility back to the Democratic Party, they created the strategy of recount. And at the same time, they're raising funds from very naive, gullible uh, Democratic voters. And, and can I just add one thing? I think that Jill Stein is a con artist. I, because Correct. she wasn't a fan of Hillary's, neither was she a fan of Trump's. She represented, you know, of course, uh, what is that, the Green Party. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, Correct. she's collecting a lot of money and, and you know, she's one of these um, liberals that gets involved in any kind of protest because, you know, she was involved in that North. Well, they had yeah. a warrant out for her because she defaced someone's bulldozer put on there with spray paint, I approve this message. And they issued a warrant for her arrest. And, and, oh, and, and, and yes. So I believe that a lot of it, maybe Soros is behind it, but a lot of it has to do with this is nothing but a good scheme for us. She has a very anti-American attitude. I read something mm-hmm. where she was in Moscow and different places, and she talks down about America. So she's not Correct. doing it for any legitimate reasons. No. That's what's so annoying about it. She's a con artist. Yep. Um, Luther, yep. did you want to ask something? Well, uh, they're trying to they're trying to see they're going and looking at these results with Trump and the states he won. Well, why ain't he checking the states that she barely won? But like yeah. you say, it's all about money. It's all about money. And liberals are correct. naive. Yes. And yes. Then, you know, they have they have they have, they have uh, 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 a lot of their, their their representatives and members of the Democratic Party throughout the whole country are very naive and gullible. Yes. So they're basically yes. taking advantage of them. 
Well, they lost a lot of money when, uh, when Hillary lost the election. You got to make up oh, for yeah, it somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That that is so absolutely is, correct. Enough. So this is all about money. Um, and, right. and 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 uh, so they won't get anywhere. No, no, it's that. Uh, Donald Donald Trump will be sworn in on on January twentieth. That's uh, this not not none okay. of this is gonna it's gonna reverse him winning on 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 November seventh. Uh, oh, okay. Um, so I want to switch um, the topic tonight to um, the history of racism in the Democratic Party. Um, and, uh, you know, and Barbara has grown up, um, you know, her, your family was all Democrat. Yes. So it's amazing that she's not. Right. Right. Your mother was Democrat. Um, yes. Uh, let me ask you, Barbara, how, how do you, what, um, being, you would now stand out. Uh, are you treated? Mm-hmm. Right by these people, or or somebody? Do they they not treat you right, or do they just not see the light? Well, some, and it takes a while, you know, because they've been so conditioned to believe one way, whatever the Democrats say, you know, that they believe it. So it it takes a while, you know. Even when I was in the crazy college that I graduated from, I would make some statements. You know, sometimes one young lady she stopped speaking to me for two years, but then after two year after a two year period, what I had said to her about slavery in reference to that, it finally sunk in, and she came to me and she said, "I'm sorry," and you know what you said did make sense because I get tired of hearing people always talk about. Slavery, and they try to bring that up when they have a black audience because they want us to be angry and, you know, hate America, et cetera, et cetera. And I just remind remind some people about the story of Joseph from the Bible, what man meant for evil, God meant for good. And, um, you know, it just takes a while for it to sink in. Some, it never sinks in. They start saying, um, oh, you must be a Republican. And, you know, I've not switched my party. I'm still a registered Democrat. Mm-hmm. And I can tell them, no, I am a Democrat. And I believe that that's one of the reasons why I don't do it, because they automatically assume, because I think and I weigh different issues, that I must be a member of the Republican Party. And I want to let them know that even though they may be a Democrat, that doesn't mean you always have to vote that way. If it's not in the best interest of the country, if it conflicts with your biblical beliefs, you have to say, no, I'm not going to vote this way. I'm going to go another way. That's my message. Uh, uh, okay, mm-hmm. so I did, a little re- yeah, I did a little research on this subject. Um, yes. And the first thing I come up with is October 13, 1858, during the Lincoln-Douglas debates, the U.S. Senator Stephen Douglas, uh, who's a Democrat of Illinois, he states, I do not regard the Negro as my equal and positively right. deny that he is my brother or akin to me whatsoever. And Douglas became the Democratic Party's 
1860 presidential nominee against Abraham Lincoln. Right. Then, in 1862, was Republican President Lincoln who signed a bill abolishing slavery in the District of Columbia. In Congress, right. 99% of Republicans voted yes on that. 83% of Democrats voted no. Right. Yes. Um, this this yes. is so interesting. And in July 17th of, yeah, of 1862, over unanimous Democrat opposition, Republican Congress passes the Confiscation Act stating that slaves of the Confederacy shall be forever free. Right. And, and it just, the list of this stuff goes on and on. January 30, 31st, 1865, the 13th Amendment bans slavery passed by the U.S. House with unanimous Republican support, and it got intense Democrat opposition. Right. Uh, you know, um, have you guys heard of white guilt? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because yeah. I can go on and on with the all, all of the laws that were passed mainly by the Republican Party, but I do not see ones by the Democrats here. No, you don't. Um, so is this, uh, so um, so is it that the liberals suffer from white guilt? Terrible. That, you know, that's you know, what you know, I, I think. Yeah. That, that that's why they do this. Um, is is Absolutely. they make this stuff? Well, I, I my. A, long, a friend of mine a long time ago told me when I was starting out getting involved in politics, he said, you have to remember one thing. In the United States of America, racism is a business. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Always... Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a business. So they're going to create any yes. type of scenario Yes. To make it look like it's racism because, you know, most of the lawyers, the, the American Bar Association, is a liberal organization. Yes. Okay. But but getting back to what Barbara and, and what Doreen, you mentioned, uh, I I grew up born and raised in New York City. Um, my father was a, a teacher, and he was a member of the United Federation of Teachers. So, uh, you know, grew, I grew up in a union with a union mentality uh, as a Democrat, but right. and I'm not a Democrat, and I, I, I detest the Democratic Party, despite the Democratic Party, because as, as I've learned how evil the Democratic Party is, uh, yes. they, were part, they were involved with the KKK. If you look at the history of, of the Democratic Party and the, and the KKK, you will see the participation of the uh, uh, of the Democratic Party, if you look at all the leaders, talking from uh, Senator Robert K.K. Burr to Hugo That's Black, right. who was one of the, ju- the judges, if you started looking at all those, they were all Democrats. You know, yes. George Wallace. Oh, and I just can't yes. see. You know, when I started learning about it, I said, "How can I be a Democrat?" 
there's no way that I can be a Democrat. I mean, you know, now that I know the history. Well, right. and, 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 and I know that you, and I respect that you, you still maintain your party as, as a Democrat, but well, and I have a lot party, of my family. Really. It, it, it's really not my party. It's just um, something I just haven't changed. So when I get in debates with people and they accuse me of being a Republican, I let them know you can be a Democrat but still think and, and do things the right way. But it's not my party. Right. I don't, um, no, no. They're disgraceful. Exactly. And, 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 and disgraceful. I have, I have, I have, I have, I have a family that they basically they say, well, you know, you're a libertarian. Well, I'm a libertarian Republican. Um, and, and, oh, but you should be, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're Spanish. And, and I'm like, it doesn't matter. Just because right. I, I have to. Just because I, I'm this, I'm supposed to be part of the Democratic Party, and, and I, I always tell them, read the history, and then you'll learn Absolutely. what party, what what you're saying that that's your party. Look at who, who's representing you. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. and, and see, they don't teach those things in school, and so many of our children are growing up in broken families where they don't have these discussions, teaching them the real history of America, including the Democratic Party, and why the Republican Party was even formed. You know, right. I mean, you know, they wanted to stop the spread of slavery. It was the Democratic Party that even voted against the anti-lynching law. Right. It was the Democratic Party that, you know, would continue with, um, with the racism, with the slavery. Not the Republican Party. That's why they formed that party, the Republican Party, not only to fight that civil war, but to stop the spread of slavery. Abolitionists, the Whig Party, and that was made up. Those were the people who made up the Republican Party when Abraham Lincoln, you know, ran for president. These things need to be discussed. These things need to be taught so that right. we can get over some of this racism as a business, because it is a business. They apply it any place all across the board. When you're talking about immigration, first thing they say, you're a racist. Right. You know, that's the Democrats' <laughs> famous word, and they get that from Saul Alinsky. Yes, correct. Yes. So the question becomes, when did they start to vote Democrat, and that—that's the big question here. Um, you, you know, because mm-hmm. they were pretty much pretty much Republican before. Because yeah. um, even yeah. if you go to, um, if, if, even if you continue with the Civil War, um, they pretty much were Republican. In 1870, yeah. Republican Congress creates U.S. Department of Justice to safeguard the civil rights of African-Americans against Democrats in the South. Right, a lot of right, people right. didn't know that fact. In 1870, women vote in Wyoming in the first election after women's suffrage signed into law by Republican government Governor John Campbell. And then um, mm. in 1871, Republican Congress passes Enforcement Act providing federal protection for African American voters. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it just, the list goes on and on here, and uh, they also 
and enact the Republican Congress enacted the Ku Klux Klan Act, outlawing Democratic Party affiliated terrorist groups which oppress African Americans. Mm. Um, and then they, they did so much during that time period. Um, but and then if you go up to 1874. You have armed Democrats, they seize the Texas state government, ending Republican efforts to racially integrate the, gover- the government over there. Mm. And then right, in 1874, right. again, the Democrat white supremacists, they seize the Louisiana State House in an attempt to overthrow racially integrated administration of Republican Governor Will- William Kellogg. And there was 27 that were killed in that. Right, um, right, right. So, and then also March 1st, 1875, that, that was a first civil rights act guaranteeing access to public accommodations without regard to race, signed by Republican President U.S. Lee's grant, U.S. grant passed with 92% Republican support over 100% Democrat opposition. Um, right. But, but you can keep go right on and on. Um, until you come to um, the part where uh, the the main thing is that when they started voting Democrat and and the research has it uh, um, for the polling, they they looked to, to Franklin Roosevelt his administration. Yes. Franklin Delano Roosevelt, right. Yes, that was yep. the first um, the first time they started really going Democrat because he was involved in the New Deal. And so they, um, you know, so he basically peeled off that bow. Um so you know that that was the first part, and then the second part um, had something to do with the the Civil Rights Act of 1964. And um, so you know, so we have to look at those two time periods. Um, and Luther, are you with us, or do we lose him? Luther, can you hear me? Well, during that time when he when the Democrats started to get the blacks to vote for him, it was during the Depression. So what a fine opportunity to get them to come their way. During bad times. Yes. So uh, so that's what they so that's what our government did. They peeled off some of the handouts, and in, but yeah. however, 1964, you did have the passage of the um, Civil Rights Act, but you have to be careful here because Lyndon B. Johnson uh, also was involved in some other things, and um, he, you know he had made some proverbial comments against against the blacks in 1964. Um, so. And in fact, go, go to June 9, 1964, the Republicans condemned a 14-hour filibuster against the 1964 Civil Rights Act 
led by U.S. Senator and former Ku Klux Klan Robert Byrd. Okay, who ser- Robert Byrd was a Democrat who served in the Senate until his death in 2010. At Byrd's funeral, former Democrat President Bill Clinton said he once had a fleeting association with the Ku Klux Klan. And what does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. He was a country boy from the hills and hollows of West Virginia. He was trying to get elected, and maybe he did something he shouldn't have done uh, come, and he spent the rest of his life making it up. So um, Bill Clinton had, had also commented uh, on this, but it, the, uh, it was Robert Clinton's been Robert Byrd who had, um, ha, ha, had started the filibuster, 14-hour filibuster of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. And then again, um, in, again, in 1964, yet Senate Minority Leader Everett Dirksen, he criticized the Democrat filibuster against the 1964 Civil Rights Act. He called on the Democrats to stop opposing racial equality. And the 1964 Civil Rights Act was introduced and approved by a staggering majority of Republicans in the Senate. The act was opposed by most Southern Democrat senators, several of whom were proud switchable segregationers. One of them was Al Gore Sr. Okay, so and Democrat President Lyndon B. Johnson relied on Illinois Senator Everett Dirksen, the Republican leader from Illinois, to get the act passed. So then. Then you have, um, again in 1965, Senate Republican leader Everett Dirksen overcomes Democrat attempts to block the 1965 Voting Rights Act. So 94% of Senate Republicans voted for the landmark civil rights legislation, while 27% of Democrats had opposed it, while 27% of Democrats opposed it. Voting Rights Act of 1965, abolishing literacy tests and other measures devised by Democrats to prevent African Americans from voting, signed into law, higher percentage of Republicans and Democrats had voted in favor. So, you know, when you look at that, it doesn't, um, a majority of the blacks were already voting Democrat by this legislation. And um, here's what I think would happen. I think that the media was even corrupt back then, and it didn't get this information out. Um, so that that's what I think had happened. Um, so, Luther, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. You want to ask um, a question? Yeah. What... Uh... What 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 it towards uh, the beginning of uh, when they started turning uh, Democrat? When when the prohibition prohibition come in, right, Barbara? Not prohibition. I mean, um, so uh, you mean prohibition? No, I'm talking. No, I'm all messed up here. He caught me off guard. No, I'm talking about uh, during the during the during um, uh, during the Great Depression when they when they started to vote Democrat because they started you know. 
that's when they made their move to get the blacks to vote for them, right, Barbara? Hello. Barbara, are you there? Okay, hold, yeah, hold on. Bar- uh, Barbara, are you there? Go ahead. Yes, I'm, I'm here. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, and okay. that was when, um, after the Great Depression and all of that, and then, you know, you came up with an idea that the government could provide jobs and all of that. A lot of blacks became Democrats during that period because they couldn't find work and all of that, and he um, had some federal jobs. So um, they were the biggest employer in the nation, and that created that uh, political coalition of minorities and whites and left-leaning elites. So in 1932, yes. Um, uh, okay. It's so, so there you go. Yeah. Um, go ahead, I mean, Ruben. Did you want to ask something? Well, the um, I I, I think that the Democratic uh, Party has failed both the Af- African American and Hispanic community and a lot of communities uh, in so many ways. Look at the uh, look at cities like Detroit. Look at yeah. cities like Chicago. Uh, yeah. Urban areas that are, have been totally destroyed by the Democratic Party. Um, yeah. You look if you if you go into the hood, you see you see uh, uh, liquor stores. You see. Uh, yeah. A lot of perversion that that uh, basically, I mean, what happened in Flint, in Flint, Michigan? Yes. Flint, Michigan was basically uh, not the Democrats who have been controlling Flint for forty years, like they've been controlling Detroit for forty years, not taking the responsibility, but passing the buck and saying, "Well, it's the governor, Rick Snyder, who's at fault," you know. And, and 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 I just can't see why people, other people, especially in, in Democrats, cannot see that, or they don't want to see that because they they they, they picture the the Republican Party or the uh, Libertarian Republicans to be evil and to be rich and to be you know, and and, and you know if you look at if you look at the 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 the, the, amount, the number of people who have been voting Democrat year after year. Yeah. Electing these people to Congress, and what have they brought back to the 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 the, um, the areas that where they live? Nothing. 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 Jose Serrano, a perfect example. Jose Serrano, he became he was elected to go to Washington in the poorest district in the United States. That was about 22 years ago. Today, that same district in the South Bronx. Is still one of the poorest yes. districts in the United States, and they still are voting for this guy to go back to Washington. So you know, I, 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 I you know, they just they they don't learn. No, it's the same thing in Harlem with Charlie Rangel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Charlie yeah. Rangel's been there since the beginning of time, and then the mm-hmm. the, the poverty rate is about forty over forty about forty three plus percent there in Harlem, and he always, you know, when he put his campaign time, he always uh, lists himself as a champion of the family. Well, the families have disintegrated. 
But they keep voting him back in, back in, over and over and over again. It's psychotic behavior. Uh, Barbara, do you think that's because they think that um, uh, that government is a solution to the problems? Well, number one, rather than I don't think they're thinking. I believe it's just automatic. They've been accustomed to and they've been trained to believe that these people have their best interests at heart. And unfortunately, they can't see the forest for the trees because what have they done for inner city America? It's crumbling left and right every place you look. It's dilapidated, broken windows, garbage. And and look, the, the, the liberals also and the Democratic Party says, well, Hillary Clinton says it takes a village to raise a child. Forget about the father and mother now. A village? Suppose the village is on fire. It takes a committed father and mother to raise a productive child. But they don't want that because they want more young ladies or young women to have babies out of wedlock because those are their victims. They can promise them then affordable housing, which means the projects. They can tell them, we'll look out for you and make sure the white people who are white like we are aren't going to subject you to racism. We're your saviors. We're your deliverers. And they deliver nothing, and they save them from nothing. Well, I, I, I think I think there's there's a small elite group in the in the African American community that have benefited from from yes. you know taking bribes and, and and you know the Charlie Wrangles of the world, yes. the, uh, the, the you know the Henry Gates of the world, you know th- those individuals uh, that are part are, are part of the. Elite, but the majority—it's yes. just like in the also in, in in the Hispanic community. You know, you have all these uh, the Serranos and the Nidia Velasquez. You know, oh. they're they're enriching themselves, but yeah, their communities are are still re- maintaining their their poorest uh, district uh, label, and yeah. they will continue to do that. But you know, I I I I, I have basically given up on on trying to convince some of these people because, you know, hey, they want to keep getting um, stepped on yes. by the Democratic Party. Hey, go ahead. Right. You know, and, and that's what happened. That's what happened when and that's the reason Donald Trump won because there's a lot of, I mean, 30% of the uh, Hispanic community came out and voted for um, yeah. Donald Trump. 8% of the African-American community, which is higher than, than, than for Romney and because I think there, there there are people that are waking up, that are waking Absolutely. up, and they're saying, you know, enough is enough. You know, I, I cannot continue to support a party that really hasn't done anything for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I was talking to a, an elderly man in the doctor's office, and you know, and of course, you know, I had on my Donald Trump hat, and they were, you know, making fun of me. And um, he's, I said, well, how can you vote for Hillary Clinton? She's, she, hasn't tell, she doesn't tell the truth. You know what he asked me? Well, what does she ever lie about? <laughs> I mean, hello? So I had to try to break it down. In the meantime, 
a white liberal woman had nerve enough to try to interrupt me, and I told her, shut up. I said, you're white. I'm talking to a black man to try to explain something to him. You shut up. You know, I don't mean to be rude, but sometimes I am, you know, because she had no business butting in. This man was wondering what lie did Hillary ever tell. Would you believe that? Right there in Harlem, yes. Yes. I'm not surprised. I said, wow. So how do we uh, get them to see that this party is not uh, who they say they are? What can we do? You have to continue to expose them. Absolutely. For who they are. Yeah, expose them for who they are. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Luther, did you want to ask something? Uh, Luther, are you there? Wait, okay, hold on. Can you hear me? Luther, ask. Go ahead, ask. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. Well, yes. 1940, 1942, Detroit was a beautiful city, and right. Hiroshima was bombed by an atomic bomb by us. And if you look at it today, Hiroshima is a beautiful city, and Detroit looks like a war zone. And, yes. and the black people don't even see this. The no. liberals are letting the infrastructure of this country and these cities fall apart. Absolutely. Totally fall apart. You've got Absolutely. condemned homes in Detroit, every other one. Flint, Michigan, the black people are starting to wake up. Because I've been trying to tell them, I'm on, the, I'm on this program with about this water deal. And, you know... They blame the Republican governor, but it's Hillary Clinton and the liberals yeah. that have created this problem. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they all wanted Bernie. And what happened in this election, a lot of oh, them stayed yeah. home and didn't vote for Hillary because of the fact of, of that and this gay marriage. Black people are yeah. Christian people. you know. And yeah. when you start looking at these cities falling apart, they have destroyed these cities. Yes, Literally. they are. They're yes, they absolutely have. not for the black people. They yes. never have been, and they never will be. And absolutely. the best thing that's ever happened in this country is Internet, because the young black people are on these phones, and they're learning. I've talked to them. They're waking right. up. The right. time. Hello? Hello? Right. Uh, ho- hold on. Uh, okay. I-, I think okay. we lost. Um, uh, Barbara, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, Ruben, are you there? Barbara, are you on? I'm on. I'm on. Yes. I got lost before, but then I had to dial it again. <laughs> I got disconnected. Sorry about that. Right. It must be the Democrats doing this to us. It must be. Yeah, I got into one of my talks. They cut us off. (laughs) They're monitoring us real closely. (laughs) If if they're not eavesdropping, I'll eat your hat. I know that's true. (laughs) (laughs) They'll blame it. They'll blame it. They'll they'll blame it on. They'll blame it on Vladimir Putin. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They'll say. They'll say it's the Russian president who's... who's You're who's, right. Who's, who's, yeah, Putin's interfer- interfering with the broadcast. Sure he is. Yes. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know what, 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 even, what even gets me, though, is that uh, just like something like Black Lives Matter and just like these local politicians, they totally ignore how black young men are killing each other left and right. I mean, just, just you, you know, just randomly, just killing them. They totally ignore those things. Because they don't even mention Barbara, them. Barbara, Barbara, because that that takes away that, that away away from the narrative. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 black Lives Matter because if yeah. they really are concerned about black on black, yeah. then you know it takes away from. Uh, um, basically attacking the uh, someone who's not not uh, you know who's not African American who absolutely Caucasian yeah so it basically takes away from the narrative that's the reason they don't focus on on, on black and black crime but in yeah, reality right. in reality in reality I, I I fault the Democratic Party because they encourage that yes they do they they encourage yeah. that and they basically don't. Instead of basically saying to Black Lives Matter, you know what, we got to focus on what's happening in Chicago, what's happening in the urban areas, they're not. They want they want to encourage that because that creates division, that creates anger, absolutely. resentment. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You're absolutely right. Well, it's all about they, um, Yeah, Barbara, do they um, also blame the problems on the whites? Oh yes. Oh, yes, so they're taught that from the get-go. Of course, they're not to blame it on somebody. They don't want to take responsibility for the choices they make. You know, we have a high of dropout, high school dropout rate and all of that, and then you wonder why, you know, you can't get a good job. You know, you can't even fill out an application. And then once again, you know, our homes are in disarray, but they promote single parenthood, and that puts the other children at risk of being poor. They come into this world poor, not because of white people, because the mother is by herself. She didn't finish high school. She has no marketable skills, and so she's eligible for the project. And it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. They have really just um, done a lot of harm and damage to um, black Americans, and a lot of black Americans don't even see it. Uh, so they think that every time they bring a child into the world, they can collect a check. Of course. Of course. So they and see someone that else money. is responsible to take care of that child. It takes the village, remember? That's what Hillary said. Yeah, yeah. It takes the government. That's what she wanted to say. It takes the government. So just have the babies and let the government take care of the child. The child grows up without a father, and boom, then you have another angry child joining a gang, and boom, the cycle just repeats itself. Wow. Um, Luther, did you want to ask something? Or Ruben? Ruben, are you there? Okay, I think we we lost. Uh, uh, well, anyway, it's all about the liberal pro- propaganda. I mean, everything they yeah, say they're... they're doing for the black people, they're doing the exact opposite. Just like when they campaign, anything they say, yeah. the liberals. Yeah. If they yeah. just if they just put, turn it totally one hundred sixty degrees, and it's the exact opposite of what they're going to do. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. You know, people. 
they want they don't want to educate the black people. They don't want them to work. They want to leave them in poverty, killing each other, and yes. and, and, and 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 get their vote. They're being That's played. It. They're being That's totally it. played. That's right. Absolutely. And, and um, you know it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is ahead. unbelievable. Ru- Ruben, did we lose you? I think we lost yeah, Ruben to. Oh, oh I'm back. I'm back. Did we lose you to the Echo? Blog Talk Radio got hacked by uh, by uh, the Russians. <laughs> okay, <you're Yeah>. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, Ruben. I also wanted to bring up uh, and see if um, the whole panel agrees on this. I think it's it's so important. Uh, the, the the amount of obese in in, yeah. in, in the Hispanic and in, in the African American community. Uh, the, the food that is being promoted because a lot of the um, the uh, companies that basically do business with the Democrats basically promote these this food you know these uh, processing food processing food that really increases the uh, lifespan of of these individuals in these communities and yes. no one you know they they basically promoted during this past eight years. You know that uh, Michelle Obama, you know, had her organic farm, but in reality, if you really look at the type of food that it gets promoted in urban America, it's totally different from what Michelle Obama has been promoting at the White House. Absolutely, absolutely, and, yeah. and the organic food in in even um, in urban America, it's very high. It's very expensive, but in addition to that. A lot of our young people don't know how to cook, so everything they get is processed. Yes. They get and fried. Ready-made this, yes, I fried that. Yes, they do. I watch yeah, them in the same line. When I'm shopping, I look at what they have in their, in their shopping carts, and everything is processed. Put it in the microwave. Do this. Nothing is – and then I used to run uh, – um, you know, I used to have some workshops for young women to try to teach them how to cook. You know, it's much more economical and it's healthier. A lot well, of them that don't cook. Go ahead, Luther. Well, they're promoting better food for the kids in school, but there you go mm-hmm. again. Exact, the exact opposite. GMO all up in that food. <laughs> That's true. With all due respect, Barbara, I, I think I think and this happens in, in, in these communities, um, Yes, it may be very expensive or expensive to buy, but you know what? You can see in these urban communities these kids wearing three hundred dollar sneakers. Oh, of course. You know they, course. they have all the you know it's the priority. Yeah. You know what's what's yeah. more important? Uh, they have fancy. They have you know eighty inch um, uh, plasma TV. You know the latest yeah, in sound equipment. You know everything yeah. is a brand name. You know, You're absolutely I, right. I, I yeah. prefer to eat uh, organic food and healthy food yeah. than to have a fancy car and to have, I mean, uh, and have fancy a, a fancy house or have anything, you know, brand name. You know, that's that's the priorities, and and I think I think a lot of a lot of people always come up with the excuse, well, it's so expensive, absolutely. you know, but they have but money for everything else. Right. You're absolutely right, you know, because their priorities are not what they should be. 
and, and they, they have every latest thing they can dive in with, five and six different colors, and they go to the nail salon, the foot salon, every salon that there is. Right. But mm-hmm. um, the children are not a priority, or eating properly is not a priority. Correct. That is the major problem. Yep. And, and yeah. furthermore, they're, they're not working for the food anyway because they have food stamps. So, I mean, it doesn't really make that much difference to them. It shouldn't make that much difference to them because on the first of the month, they're going to get their lobster and they're going to get their crab legs, period. Right. That is a must. You know, I don't even try to get any at the first of the month because they're going to buy them all and it's going to be a fight at the counter for all those crab legs and stuff like that. You're right about that now. The priorities oh, yeah. are really screwed up. Oh yeah, I, I see it, I, and I hear that the excuse, you know, uh, yeah. and even within my own family, I mean, they, they, you know, and they're very committed Democrats, uh, which, um, you know, basically they, 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 they don't have their priorities set correctly, yeah, and, uh, and and like I said, I, I have given up on, on 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 trying to convince them because you know if they want to get, if they want to continue to to live. Uh, a, a miserable life. Yes, I'm gonna let them do that because yeah, I'm that. not. Yeah, I'm not gonna try and change them. I, I've done. I've done as much as I can, as I as I could. Yeah. Uh, you know, show them, and and they still continue to to be loyal to that party that has actually yeah. done nothing. I have a nephew who who has been out of work for the past four years in in, in New Jersey. But wow. the, but he's so committed to his party. Right. You know, it's like, yeah. hey, you know what? You want to continue doing that? Fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. So, it, 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 but but the bright the bright part is that you know we did get an increase uh, of people that are beginning to wake up. Absolutely. Uh, so, Barbara, would you say that slavery still exists today in that the fact that they are slaves to the Democratic Party? Yes, of course. And they don't even know how. They're wearing shackles every time that they get up in the morning. They're shackled. Shackled to a myth. Shackled to a lie. Shackled to people who have lied to them for decades. And they they don't even know how to break free. And that includes the people who go to church every Sunday also. You know, I get so tired of hearing people in the church saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, but the white man's going to stop me. I mean, I mean, it's so insane. It doesn't make sense to me. does not make sense. They're shackled as they can be. You just can't see them, but when you talk to them, you'll know what slaves they are. Because the people have lied to them repeatedly that you can look around in the neighborhoods and see what's going on, the no jobs, no this, no that. And, um, you know, the holes in the street because they have a low tax base. And uh, it doesn't seem to bother them. Besides jumping over a memorial for someone who got killed there last night, you know, I mean, it's very distressing. It's stressful. But... Some of them don't see it. Some of them don't want to hear it. But those that want to hear it, you know, we have to be there and open our mouths and just let them know that there is a difference and there is a way to be set free. But first you have to realize that you've been captured mentally 
by slave owners. They're the new slave owners, the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. They really are. Uh, go ahead, Luther. Did you want to ask something? Yeah, they um they just got they got they got well the, the black people have lived so long uh, right. under this that they don't they don't under they don't see the reality of they're caught up in a like in a circle but they don't know they don't yeah. know how to get out. And the, yeah. and the older black people need to start teaching inside the in the families and, and, and realizing what's going on. And I think they're starting to. But I know. They just are promoting violence to keep you know the they all, the, all they're doing is promoting violence, and and people like you said go they go get their, their all the food they want, but by the end of the month they ain't got no food stamps left. Okay. So what are they yeah. going to do? They're yeah, going to go they, commit they, crime. Yes, yes. It's a complete yes. setup. It is very depressing lifestyles you see every day. You know, you go into the supermarket, you see some young man running there and grabbing a a pack of Pampers and running out the door. I mean, it's just an everyday thing, everyday occurrence, practically. You know, it's a bad life. Well, just like with Obama, they they say he's not a Muslim. I said, well, prove it. Oh, my goodness. They oh, can't prove goodness. it. No, they can't. They, they look no. at you like, what? Then they'll say, what are you? And I say, I'm an independent. I, go, right, I, right. Wouldn't, I wouldn't definitely tell them I was a Republican talking in the middle of a hood six black people and tell them I was a Republican. They can tell you that. <laughs> I know that's the truth. I heard that. Well, well, come to I, the middle. I tell, I tell them, come to the middle. I tell them I'm a libertarian, and they're they're basically what? <laughs> they don't know what that is, right? Right. Yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think I think another another significant uh, part of what uh, the African American community and also to a certain extent the Hispanic community um, they don't see what illegal immigration. Is doing to them. You got right. you know the Sheila Jacksons of the world, the uh, Serranos oh. of the world, Nita Velasquez, all, all these individuals that are basically puppets to the uh, to the uh, leadership of the Democratic Party, right. basically pushing the agenda. And then you have Univision and Telemundo, who are pro pro illegal immigration, um, pushing pushing the agenda. And and, and 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 I think again that that's another reason why I think Donald Trump won. I mean, uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of individuals that said, you know, enough is enough. I, you know, we, we, we don't have a problem with legal immigration, but don't don't keep telling us that you know the people who are coming through you know through the border and sneaking in and bringing drugs and, and polluting you know with heroin and, and are basically. Well, you know, and, and then having all these sanctuary cities, which, by the way, our, our, our governor, Governor Abbott, which is, in my opinion, the best governor in, in, in the United States, uh, yeah. he said that he's going to cut the funds for yeah. sanctuary cities here in, in the state of Texas. And, 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 and then you have the other clowns, like the Ram Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, and, and, and the yeah. other mayors saying that, no, we're going to protect you guys, and you guys can come over here. You know, and, wow. and again, it just shows again. It just shows again that yeah. the Democratic Party is basically indirectly hurting these communities that basically are are basically folding. And, and like you said, they're basically the new um, the new slaves 
to the and they don't they even know it. They, they don't, don't know. even know it's absolutely correct. And they don't yeah. even realize when we have young mothers who decide that they want to learn how to work, those entry level jobs will be gone. When we have young men who may have a record or whatever and they're trying to reincorporate into society, they need those entry level jobs. Right. And if we just let illegals come in and take them, what's gonna to happen to that to that group of people? What about these young people who need the work experience, need some place to start to learn the work ethic? Those jobs will be gone. And that's why I like Donald Trump so much. He said, Americans first. We have to look out for our own first. And there's nothing wrong with vetting people coming into this country. We are a sovereign nation. Although, according to our president, we, we, we're not defined by borders. We are defined by borders. Even in our homes, we have doors and we have fences and all of that. We want to know who's coming into our homes. Why not who's coming into our country? Right. You know, Very these well people, they, they, they hate America so much, they do things that are contrary to common sense and dignity. But they don't see how um, all the high immigration um, is taking jobs away from them. But they are. They are. Uh, and that, know, that's the part where, where, where we need to educate them. Absolutely. And wake them up a little bit. Well, you know, I think some of them are so hopeless. We just have to fight, fight on every front that we can to stop their plans of reducing us to just a wasteland. We are not a wasteland. We are a sovereign nation. We have the right to know who's coming into our country. We want you to come here with good intentions, not to sell crack. We have enough of our own criminals. (laughs) That is true. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Okay. And and guys, actually, we are out of time. Um, And Barbara, I'd like to thank you for coming on our show. And by oh, the way, thank Barbara, you for having me. Barbara and I went to the Cheesecake Factory yesterday. Oh, yes. Uh, uh-huh. And I had a chocolate mousse cheesecake, and she had a, what, a uh-huh. strawberry? Strawberry. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. It was yummy. Um, Delicious. So, g- great place to go to. Um, yes. Yeah, so, and anyhow, um, folks, I want to remind you, we'll be on next Tuesday again, right up to December 15th, and then the month of January is human trafficking, um, human and cyber sex trafficking now, because cyber sex trafficking is the far worse end of the deal, um, creating many, many, many victims around the world, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult for us to fight, but it is a battle that we have to fight. Mm. Um, and so we have a lot of great guests coming on for that, um, you know, and including fundraisers and other things going on around the state. Um, mm. But folks, so for Barbara, Luther, and myself, um, oh, by, by the way, Barbara, I want to mention Barbara is writing a book, right? Yes, yes, it's a little late, long getting it done, but we we are um, in our final stages now. 
Okay, so when Barbara has it done, she can yeah. she will uh, send us a place where we can go and get it, and I will put the link out for everybody. Thank you so uh, much. Absolutely. So, folks, uh, until next week, we are out. All right. All right. Good night. God bless.